This is Lawyer to Lawyer with J. Craig Williams and Robert Ambrogi, two of the top web bloggers in the legal profession. And yes, they are attorneys, one from California and one from Massachusetts, squaring off on legal news and legal observations. Lawyer to Lawyer is sponsored by Law.com, right here on the Legal Talk Network. Welcome to the Legal Talk Network. We're glad you could listen today to Lawyer to Lawyer. I'm Craig Williams from sunny Southern California. My co-host Bob Ambrosi is somewhere in Siberia in Russia this week on assignment. We'll get a report from him when he comes back. I write a blog called May It Please the Court that you can find at mayitpleasethecourt.com. But this week on Lawyer to Lawyer, we're going to be talking about the chaos that ensued after an all-female law firm, Fetman Garland & Associates, put up a racy 20-foot-long billboard in a trendy Chicago neighborhood that was bracketed by a uh, some lacy lingerie from a, women, from a woman and a set of fairly good-looking abs, I guess, from a guy. Uh, and the billboard read, Life is short, get a divorce. Uh, the supposed aim of the law firm was to be lighthearted, but there were a flood of complaints from the public and attorneys. The billboard was eventually taken down by the city. So today on Lawyer to Lawyer, we're going to be discussing this controversial ad and question whether the law firm went too far. We'll be also discussing fallout of the advertising campaigns and the effect on attorneys. The questions that we're going to ask the experts are, when is it marketing? When is it advertising? Are lawyers still adverse to advertising? And what constitutes too much when it comes to advertising and marketing? So to start the program off, I'd like to welcome our first guest, Larry Bodine. Larry is a business development advisor who helps law firms with business development strategies, coaching lawyers to develop their personal marketing plans. He's the former director of communications at Sidley, Austin, Brown, and Wood. He's 15 years of experience as a journalist, serving as the editor and publisher of the American Bar Association Journal, the National Law Journal, Lawyers USA, which used to be known as Lawyers Alert, and several other news publications. Welcome to the show, Larry. Well, good morning, Craig. I'm pleased to be here. And our next guest is Timothy O'Brien, the president and CEO of the Personal Branding Group. In 2001, he created a program called Rainmaker U, coaching that teaches top-level professionals how to position with their target audience by creating a compelling personal brand and marketing that brand better than co- than the competition. He's the author of the soon-to-be-published The Power of Personal Branding, Creating Celebrity Status with Your Target Audience. He writes two blogs, one called The Person to See and the other one, Tim O'Brien Daily. Welcome to the show, Tim. Craig, thanks so much for having me on. Our next guest is Jeffrey M. Leving from the Law Offices of Jeffrey M. Leving Limited out of Chicago. His past experience includes co-authorship of the 1986 Illinois Joint Custody Law and testimony before both branches of the Illinois legislature on joint custody, grandparents' visitation, and child support accountability bills. He's lectured locally and nationally on family law issues and has also made numerous television and radio appearances, as he is again today. His law practice is concentrated on matrimonial and family law and heads a team of aggressive attorneys. He's also the publisher of Leving's Divorce Magazine, an innovative new magazine for divorced men that focuses on parenting and men's legal issues. Welcome to the show, Jeffrey. It's a pleasure to be on the show. Well, let's start out the program, and I'll toss this out to any one of the three of you. Um, Let's talk about this divorce ad campaign in Chicago. I guess, Jeffrey, since you're from Chicago, we'll start with you. Um, what did you think of the of the ad, and uh, what kind of reaction did you hear from your peers in the community? Well, I, I, I looked at it as a cheap stunt 
that can encourage recreational sex, sports sex, which obviously can lead to divorce. And uh, lawyers have a lot of power to decide whether a marriage ends in divorce or not. And people who are thinking about getting a divorce are very, very vulnerable. Now, why is this a problem? Why shouldn't lawyers uh, uh, advertise uh, as a proponent of divorce? One, marriage is the very foundation of our society, and the consequences of divorce on children are terrible. I mean, children whose parents divorced when they were ages 7 to 22 were more likely to suffer a wide variety of adult emotional disorders such as depression, anxiety, phobias, obsessions. 75% of teenage uh, of teen suicides occur in single fam parent families. Uh, it, on and on, children whose parents divorced are 76% more likely to divorce themselves. So I could go on with these statistics, and I could go on for hours and citing sources for them. The key is divorce can be very harmful to children, and family lawyers have a lot of power in, 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 in protecting marriage. And to do something like this, I find it to be very problematic. The area, the, the, this, is, it, this angers me to the point where, where I don't even like discussing this, but it's important to discuss because attorneys have so much control and power in our society that when they use the media or billboards, and billboards uh, are very, very significant in advertising, they really need to be careful in how they do it. And how is the legal community reacting to this? Well, there's one judge uh, in the Domestic Relations Division that seems to be outraged with this attorney from what was communicated to me by an attorney in this firm. And uh, I know many attorneys that find this problematic because, one, family lawyers are often uh, viewed as being somewhat barbarian uh, because it's such an emotional and gut-wrenching area to work in, and this drags the reputation of family lawyers down about ten notches. Craig, can I jump in and, and offer a comment? Um, I'm out here in, in, in California. I'm, a, I'm an anomaly. I'm in downtown Los Angeles, and I'm fairly, uh, you know, I'm a Republican and fairly conservative. And I want to get that out there because it gives some t context. I am, I concur 100% with uh, everything Jeffrey said. My only concern is, is y you can't squelch freedom of speech. I mean, I am, I, I am passionate about that, and I think there's a difference between things that are poor taste, things that people should have a personal sense of responsibility to the community at large and they shouldn't do things that that hurt the community at large but at the end of the day something like this people have to be given permission and have to be allowed to do this my concern is it's more as opposed to the government or the city or uh, stepping in and restricting or even the bar stepping in and restricting this kind of advertising I just I think it's it's bad. I think it's bad for business. You see this happening today on you know on the radio with Don Imus, and you can't legislate speech. I what I am more concerned about is is that somebody would not feel a duty to the community at large for the very reasons that Jeffrey just talked about. But I got to tell you, at the end of the day, people have to be able to put that stuff up. Uh, they, they have to be able to. I think it's vital to the Constitution and, and to people's right of freedom of speech. Uh, this is Larry Bodine. Let me just. Uh jump in and speak from a purely marketing standpoint. Uh, I don't think this ad hurt anybody. Uh, I think a lot of people looked at it and got a good laugh. I mean, I certainly did. 
Uh, I also don't think it had any effect on children. Uh, this billboard was put up in a nightclub area in Chicago where, you know, people with young families don't go to uh, the Rush Street area. There are people with and young families that live there. My brother lives there. There are people with young families that do live there. Larry, I'd also, I'd also to chime in and, and say is, you know, it by itself as an isolated instance, I, could, I, I would agree with you that in and of itself did, were people harmed. No, but I just, I just think there's a general overall decay in social etiquette. And I think this is just another example where somebody pushes the envelope, and does this directly impact negatively children? Are people specifically going to get divorced because of it? Let's assume the answer is no. I just think it sets a tone about what is acceptable. And cumulatively, I just think it's harmful to the community at large in terms of, a, of what is an appropriate standard. I think that's the way I was looking at it. Well, I think what you're, you're confusing are, are, are two things. This is Larry again. You know, divorce is uh, harmful and damaging to families, or it can be. It can also be a completely liberating experience, speaking as someone who went through a successful divorce, has a child, and have, still have a close relationship with my son. And frankly, the ad is selling what the lawyers do. The lawyers do divorce. You couldn't be more direct about it. Many divorce lawyers try to save marriages and get their, their clients into reconciliation counseling, uh, marriage counseling, and try and save marriages. Many lawyers, such as myself, protect many children from domestic violence. Uh, and divorce is or generally the, the, the finality of the case if the marriage can't be saved. So divorce lawyers are not robotic and they just push people uh, through the court system and rubber stamp their divorce decrees. Uh, the reality of it is a lot of divorce lawyers save marriages. There are some bad ones that destroy marriages, but the real problem we have here is that uh, a third of, of the children born in America are born out of wedlock. We have divorce out of control. We have fatherless children uh, in the millions, and if you look at these st statistics on how divorce creates father absence and the effect of uh, father absence on children, you see it increases the likelihood that girls will become sexually abused and raped. It affects little boys uh, acting out in a very antisocial manner and, and ending up in juvenile correctional facilities. It's well, terrible. You know, with all due respect, I think you've attenuated it much too far. You know, this, they weren't selling counseling services, and they weren't selling services to save a marriage. They were selling divorce, and, and that's what the ad basically stated. It's, uh, it's no more different than selling than divorce. Someone it's, saying, it's, you know, um, did you, if you see have a the DUI, I can help you beat the ticket. Larry, let me if, let me look at it from a purely sign, the, marketing standpoint. I saw as well. the sign. The sign is to me is on the verge of almost being pornographic, and it and to me it has no regard for families that get ripped apart during a divorce, especially children. And and lawyers used to be prohibited from advertising. And I and based on what this lawyer has done, this can cause uh, old prohibitions against advertising. To rear their ugly head, which it can, which it can endanger the public. Lawyer advertising is important because it informs the public what's out there and how to make a, and how to make an informed choice in hiring the right lawyer. Let but me, when an let me, can when I, an attorney I, goes Craig, too far, 
lawyers can end up suffering as well as the general public. Let's take a look and turn the conversation to the limits of lawyer advertising. Uh, we obviously have one that sparks some significant issues in terms of whether it's appropriate or inappropriate. But if you were to define what the terms of lawyer advertising are, the boundaries of it, what's acceptable and what's not? Well, I Tim? think that I, I think that lawyering is, is a lot different than selling copy machines, and I think that lawyers should be entitled to raise their visibility in the community. They should be entitled to to develop one-on-one relationships that lead to business. But I don't think that I would necessarily support, and as a, as a lawyer, as somebody who was a practicing lawyer for, for and, and is still admitted to practicing law, I don't practice law anymore, but I'm admitted to the practice of law, I just think that there's something unsavory about out there proactively hawking your services with respect to a particular idea of cases. And I, 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 think, I also think it's important that from an advertising perspective, you know, you get like Paris Hilton and people will say, oh, she is so famous, she's got a great personal brand. You know, really, she's famous, but really a great personal brand is somebody who has what I would say fame with honor, which is glory. You follow people like that for the right reasons. And I think that lawyers have a very, very difficult time right now with their reputation in the marketplace. Whether it's fair or not, the bottom line is people do not have a positive perception of lawyers. So I think an ad like this simply adds fuel to the fire. It's like pouring gasoline on a fire. And I just think it was in poor taste. So I I do support lawyers' right to advertise. I do support their right to raise their visibility in the marketplace. But I think you have to be awfully careful and aware of what the current state of your reputation is. And don't play into it. Don't add to the controversy. Rather, try to you know restore credibility with your advertising. I think that's the way I would look at it. Larry, what, what do you think lawyers should be looking at before they think about advertising, before these kinds of ads get up? Well, obviously, I think this firm would have been smarter if they had uh, tested the ad with uh, a group of uh, consumers, um, people who had been through a divorce or who were contemplating divorce or, or just the general public, you know, some sort of focus group and gotten some uh, opinions. And they probably would have been told that it's not a good idea to put people in, to put up pictures with people uh, that have most of their clothes off. Uh, it, it was provocative enough just to say, you know, life is short, get a divorce. But I think what really put it over the top was that this appealed to the sexual fantasies of uh, married people who have bad sex lives. And they would see that ad and think, you know, if I get a divorce, then I can have that beautiful person that's in the picture. But I think, you know, we all recognize that uh, these people are all taken. <laughs> they're, they're really not available. But, you know, um, from a marketing standpoint, it got noticed, it created buzz, and according to the attorneys in the firm, it generated new business. Well, I don't know if it, how much new business uh, this ad has or will generate for this firm. It probably has generated, my guess, over a 1,000 inquiries uh, over the – but. Quickly, um, and I've been educating attorneys on marketing as well as litigating for years, and educating attorneys on marketing and advertising is similar to managing cats because attorneys' egos often get in the way of of their uh, strategic plan. This attorney, uh, I don't think, is going to profit off this billboard, but it will raise her profile, which will uh, probably give her ego uh, gratification that will make it worthwhile to her. But I don't see it being a financial benefit to her. And professionally, I believe it's already hurt her. Secondly, over the past 25 years, 
I've been an advocate for fathers and children all over America who are victims in divorces, and this ad to me ignores tremendous psychological stress, frustration, and emotional trauma children and their and their fathers suffer. This is a big, big problem. It's so big in Illinois that the governor appointed me to chair a state commission on responsible fatherhood uh, because of these problems in the state of Illinois. Uh, but the reality of it is uh, I don't see this ad as being profitable, but I do see it uh, uh, having uh, some ego benefit to the attorney that placed it. Well, Jeffrey, can, is there any other lawyer ad that you can even remember? Don't you think most lawyer advertising is just completely forgettable? Most lawyer advertising is forgettable because most lawyer ads are similar to, to billboards for non-lawyers that I've watched on the expressway. I can't even understand them. Most billboards, I don't, they're not even comprehensible. The, you know, the, but with lawyers, if you study lawyer advertising, it's really ego gratification because most lawyer ads consist of their photograph, and, and, it, it, and it doesn't really sell, and it, it doesn't educate, and, and, and cause marketing, which is very valuable, is almost non-existent in lawyer advertising. So to me, I see lawyers generally as being incompetent in, in working in the media. That's why it's important that lawyers work with professionals uh, in this area of the law uh, because, uh, for many reasons. Uh, but uh, then again, I, I don't think uh, the bottom line for most lawyers in advertising is profitability. If your objective is to, is to simply create a stir and, and you feel like you've succeeded because you know, as as they as they said in politics, there's no you know, or W. C. Field says, right? There's no such thing as bad publicity as long as they're talking about you. And if that's your objective, I think that this ad succeeds beyond their wildest imagination. Well, I but know I one lawyer who was disbarred because of the, of how he mishandled the media uh, in, in a very high profile case. So uh, here's there's an example of one lawyer who got tremendous media exposure and now is working as a waiter. Yeah, but I'm, when I, my, my feeling is, you know, as a lawyer, you know, I, I think each, each lawyer, Craig, has a, has a fiduciary duty to me as part of the profession, as part of the, the brotherhood or sisterhood of lawyering, to conduct yourself in a way that, is, that positive, positively reflects upon the profession. You know, I mean, I'm only 43, but call me old-fashioned. There's a certain dignity that should be attached to the idea of being a lawyer. And I've got to tell you, I think an ad like that, again, if it's to raise your visibility... You know, good for you. You did a heck of a job, but it certainly cheapens the profession, and I just think it's it's such in poor taste and so short-sighted. My own opinion. Let's take a look at another ad, and this is one to kind of respond to Larry that I do remember from Washington D.C. years ago, uh, probably twenty years ago. There was a lawyer ad that came on TV, a divorce ad, where you hear a chainsaw. You see it cut through a dining room table. You see it cut through a sofa, and then it says. Uh, you hear the chainsaw in the background. It shows the picture of the family beagle, and the response from the lawyer is, come to the law offices of Gary so-and-so uh, for divorce advice. How does that ad play in comparison to this one? Uh, one point I'd like to make, Craig, uh, uh, this is Larry again. You remembered that ad for 20 years. Isn't that interesting? It, it caught my attention, but 20 years ago, those kinds of ads weren't out there. It was a, it was it really stepped That's out. That's a there. very unusual ad 
that one will remember. Uh, but an ad like that is is not going to get a lawyer disbarred or cause a lawyer to destroy his uh, to end up with a reputation in the legal community uh, that ends up uh, uh, completely uh, in the in in the gutter. I mean, there are ways that lawyers can advertise and draw attention to themselves without hurting their reputation or potentially uh, endangering uh, our society. You know, there are there are ways to advertise where lawyers can get business, or if they don't want business, they want to just uh, they just want ego gratification. There are ways they could ac- accomplish that as well without uh, doing something to en- endanger. Uh, marriage, which is the foundation of our society. It's time for us to take a short break, Jeff. Uh, We will come back in a moment and get our final thoughts from our guests. We invite you to visit Law.com for timely legal news and in-depth resources. From daily headlines to practice-specific updates, Law.com provides up-to-date information to those working in the legal profession. As part of its coverage, Law.com is proud that J. Craig Williams' blog, May It Please the Court, and Robert Ambrogi's blog, Law Sites, are part of its blog network. Don't wait any longer. Visit Law.com today and get free subscriptions of our Newswire newsletter with the top legal stories of the day. Or sign up for a free trial subscription to one of our Practice Center sections. If you found us in the podcast library of iTunes, thanks for listening. Check out some of our other shows at LegalTalkNetwork.com and become a member. It's free. Lawyer to Lawyer is produced by the Legal Talk Network and a staff of broadcast professionals. If you have an idea for a topic or a show, we want to hear from you. Go to LegalTalkNetwork.com and send us an email. If you have a comment or question, we want to hear from you. Leave us a message on the Legal Talk Network listener line at 781-634-8959. We really do listen to the messages and even answer your questions on our next show. Did you know that Legal Talk Network podcasts are also available as CLE? Visit Law.com's CLE Center at www.clecenter.com. That's clecenter.com to enjoy listening and get CLE credit. Check out our Lawyer to Lawyer host blogs, J. Craig Williams' blog at mayhavepleasethecourt.com, likewise Robert Ambrogi's blog at LegalLine.com for daily legal observations, perspective, and of course, a healthy dose of humor and wit. A video settlement documentary can be the most powerful and persuasive way to bring about a speedy settlement in your client's case. The Boston Media Group has a staff of television professionals with 20 years' experience writing and producing compelling stories just like the ones you've seen on 60 Minutes or Dateline. We put a human face on the lawsuit with compelling interviews, dramatizations, and visual presentations of the fact. Think of it as a video opening argument that will compel the attorneys on the other side to settle. Call us for a consult at 800-317-5221. That's 800-317-5221. Or check out our website at bostonmediagroup.com. Welcome back to Lawyer to Lawyer on the Legal Talk Network. I'm Craig Williams. We'd like to welcome back 
Larry Bodine, business development advisor who helps law firms. Tim O'Brien, president and CEO of the Personal Branding Group Incorporated and Rainmaker U. And Jeffrey Leving, a national litigator and consultant from law, the offices of Jeffrey M. Leving Limited in Chicago. Well, certainly this ad that we've been talking about today has raised a lot of ire and created a lot of issues. Does this mean really, uh, let's turn the question to Larry for a moment, Uh, does this mean that lawyers should be consulting with professionals that are engaged in advertising and marketing so that we don't have this kind of an issue? Or do we want lawyers to create these kind of memorable ads, preferably one with a little bit better taste? Well, obviously, I'm in favor of uh, better taste, and you know, to some degree, degree, I, I agree with Jeffrey that this was a, a cheap stunt, and I think it's highly advisable that uh, before an attorney run an advertisement or a uh, billboard, that they consult with a professional who does advertising for law firms um, and and do some advanced testing, you know, to find out what the reaction is going to be. I think the three attorneys in this firm were completely shocked by the negative response and um, they, they should have not been surprised you know when you run an ad you should know in advance what the what the results are going to be and uh, if they had consulted with anybody I think they would have told them that the idea of putting half-naked people uh, on a law firm ad is, is not going to go over well and, and generate a lot of criticism Tim, your perspective on uh, law firms are, is more in the area of personal branding and marketing. What kind of a personal brand does this ad create uh, for divorce lawyers? And if you were to give a suggestion to divorce lawyers to create a personal brand, what would you suggest? Good question. And I think that uh, it, it's great. It, the, the comment, I think it was, is Jeffrey, you just made that these lawyers were shocked. Personal branding is all about being in touch with your target audience. And I, I, I'm shocked that they're shocked. I got to question their judgment, and I think though this 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 ad reflects on the the brand of divorce lawyers. It just reinforces trash. I mean, just trash. And I think it's like being a used car salesman. Be aware of the nature of your industry, and you need to go outside your industry, and you need to find kinds of things that you can do to bring professionalism to your industry. You know, it, it's it's just a fact. You have to understand if you're a commercial real estate or a residential real estate agent. People have a negative impression of you. They think that you are going to fleece them. So you have to be extra sensitive to that, and you can either behave in a way that reinforces that stereotype or really be the person who sets the standard. And I think these people, if I was a fellow divorce lawyer in Chicago, I'd have been like, you've got to be kidding me. You've got to be kidding me. It was like the plaintiff lawyers who were angry at their, their colleagues because they're suing McDonald's because McDonald's food's making kids fat. I mean, you want to know why people are angry at plaintiff lawyers? It's 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 individual lawyers run amok. So I think that you need to bring a level of professionalism to the to the discipline of law, and particularly divorce lawyers, because right now people do have to have a very unfavorable or negative impression of those lawyers. Well, Jeffrey, you've taken an entirely different mode of marketing. You publish a divorce magazine. You've been in front of the state legislature, you've been appointed by the governor, you've done a lot of things that are within the normal realm of the kind of marketing that lawyers do. Did this ad kind of create the furor that it created because it was so far away from the kind of uh, advertising and marketing that lawyers have done? Or have you seen ads that have kind of walked up to this line in Chicago and, and these people just took it a step further? Uh, I think the, uh, the, this firm definitely took it a step further a big step further in the wrong direction, 
And yes, I believe in advertising. I personally have a billboard as well, but I promote positive messages. I promote right. positive social change. Uh, uh, and uh, I, I manage an integrated marketing plan, w- which consists of of not just advertising, but I, I handle cases pro bono. I helped reunite Ilian Gonzalez with his father. I did that pro bono as part of my integrated marketing plan, which has to do with some pro bono litigation, speaking engagements, legislative work, advertising. Uh, I mean, it's a whole integrated uh, program. But I do not believe in this type of advertising. Uh, I just think it, it's, it just, it's just uh, terrible. And I believe it is or has already hurt the public's uh, hurt the image of the legal profession uh, in the public's eye. And uh, believe me, this divorce firm, I, I suspect, is going to have problems because of this. Well, Larry, this uh, ad, as you mentioned, was put up in an area where there, and despite Jeffrey's uh, family ties to the area, there are, I think, three oh. very trendy singles bars in the area. It's also known as the Viagra Triangle. Uh, in an area known as as uh, Gold Coast, and actually, the law firm did hire uh, Fetman Garland and Associates did hire an ad agency. Now, do you think that these professionals just misjudged the the range of their market, or you think they were actually trying to go into uh, the areas where there are single bars in the affluent area of Chicago and trying to reach a specific audience that just kind of got out of hand? I think, in a way, they were really targeted. I mean, they're they're looking for young people uh, without families who are in a bad marriage and, and have a bad sex life. Now, are you going to find those in the nightclub district of Chicago, or in a residential real you know residential neighborhood like I live in in Glen Ellen? Uh, it's a suburb, and no, it's going to be downtown in the heart of the core of the nightclub area with bars, and you know, it's where people go to you know, pick up people for the evening. And um, I think, you know, their ad agency probably told them, you know, this is where your customers, your clients are, are going to come from, and you've got to break out of the clutter. You've got to do something really different and uh, sex sells. Now, that's all valid advice. I mean, uh, as I mentioned earlier, uh, the ad created buzz. It created new business. It got noticed. Uh, they used, uh, it, you know, sex sells, and um, they used all of the classic marketing techniques to get noticed. Um, however, if uh, this law firm were my client, I would have told them to take a different approach, and that would be, you know, rather than take a sex sells approach, because, you know, when I saw the ad the first time, I thought it was a health club ad. You know, you can work out and look like this. Um, if it were my client, I would have said, "Look, let's let's talk about your results or the number uh, of clients you've represented or your experience." And uh, that's what people want to know. They they want a lawyer that they can trust and someone who can get the job done. And you know, throwing up a couple of half naked bodies is is really uh, a distraction. But you know, it's a distraction. The point is, it was a distraction. Look at everybody that noticed it. Well, it's, we're reaching the time where we need to start wrapping up the program, so I'm going to turn and ask uh, each of you for your final thoughts and your contact information uh, so that our, you can, our listeners can get in touch with you if they'd like to follow up with you. So, Tim, let's start with you. Let's get your final thoughts and your contact information. 
As a fellow lawyer, very disappointed. I think it reflects poorly on the personal brands of lawyers, and it just reinforces that divorce lawyers, uh, the stereotype that they're trashy people. And I would be very disappointed, especially if I was a divorce lawyer. So I think they've got to work on rehabilitating their personal brand and, uh, and, and really working on promoting the industry as a whole in a much more constructive and professional manner. Um, my contact information, I'd love for people to visit my website, the, thepersonalbrandinggroup.com, thepersonalbrandinggroup.com. And as, as Craig said, and he is, uh, has been incredibly helpful to me, my blogs are um, thepersontosee.com, which provide a lot of ideas on how you can build your personal brand, and then Tim O'Brien Daily, which is a commentary on today's newsmakers, you know, the, the top newsmakers and you know, who's hot and who's not and why they are or aren't. Thanks again for having me on, Craig. Thank you, Tim. And Larry, let's get your uh, final thoughts and then your contact information. Uh, People can find me. Just type in the words Larry Bodine in Google, and you'll find my blog and website and a a variety of other things that I have online. So just type my name in Google, and you'll find me. And um, I think what we have here is a case of uh, a law firm that was trying to be different, but they went too far. They uh, they didn't know what the reaction would be, and that's their mistake. And they used sex to sell uh, legal services, which uh, you know might work for health clubs and cosmetic surgeons. But so far, it's uh, this is probably the first time it's been used to sell legal services, and therefore was a bad idea. Um, if it were my client, I would have recommended they uh, promote the fact that they're that they have a lot of experience and that they get good results. Uh, no harm in putting the word divorce in uh, the, in the word, but um, to sort of suggest that it was uh, recreational, you know, it's a recreational thing to get a divorce is totally wrong. And uh, while the ad is very memorable, it was over the top. And Jeff Freed, that leaves you with the last words, so uh, wrap up and give us your contact information, please. When I first saw this billboard, I thought it was advertising a new gentleman's club with exotic dancers. <laughs> I was surprised when I, when, when I looked at it a second time and saw the name of, a, of two lawyers on there. Um, if anybody wants to get information uh, on, on my law firm, uh, law offices of Jeffrey M. Leving, L-E-V-I-N-G, you could log on to my website, which is dadsrights.com, D-A-D-S-R-I-G-H-T-S.com, which I'm proud of, and it receives about close to 5 million hits a year. It's a, in this website, I have articles I've written all over the, uh, I, I write articles constantly, and I get them published in major dailies throughout the country, and, and the articles are on there, as well as a uh, bios on attorneys in, in my firm. I also have written a new book entitled Divorce Wars. My prior book was entitled Father's Rights. If anybody wants information in either of the two books I've written, uh, the, the, either book can be obtained through Amazon.com. Uh, and if anybody wants uh, any information on, on my law firm, they could call me directly at 312-807-3990. That's 312-807-3990, and I could either send them a free brochure on father's rights or information on the government commission I chair by uh, the appointment of the governor. Or uh, if they want to look at the magazine I publish, just log on to levingsdivorcemagazine.com. 
Well, I'd like to thank each of our three guests today for participating. Tim O'Brien, president of the Personal Branding Group, and Larry Bodine, a business development advisor, and Jeffrey Loving from the law offices of Jeffrey Loving in Chicago. It's been a very interesting program, and we will be back again next week with another program on Lawyer to Lawyer with Bob Ambrosi and Craig Williams. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Lawyer to Lawyer with Robert Ambrogi and Jake Craig Williams. We hope you'll listen again and check out our other shows on the Legal Talk Network. Lawyer to Lawyer has been sponsored by Law.com. The Lunch Hour Legal Marketing Podcast, your resource for the tips and tactical advice you need to grow your business. Plus, keep up with the news and commentary you crave to stay one step ahead. It's hosted by me, Guy Sakalakis. And me, Conrad Song. Every other week, we break down the issues holding back your marketing strategy and talk about the changes you need to be prepared for. Check out the Lunch Hour Legal Marketing Podcast wherever you get your podcasts or on YouTube.